Welcome to Everybody's Bad with Money. I'm AJ Schneider, founder and CEO of Beyond the Green Coaching, where we help people every single day heal their relationship with money. Join me multiple times per week where I bring you inspiring guests, solo episodes, and share tangible money and life tips you need to be your most confident, independent, and empowered self. Hello, and welcome back to Everybody's Bad With Money. I'm your host, AJ Schneider, and I'm currently sitting in a beautiful lake house in upstate New York on my cell phone recording this podcast for you today. Uh, Eric, our incredible editor and co-producer, is going to be uh, editing the crap out of this so it sounds semi-decent, but we work with what we got and someone forgot the cord that goes with the microphone and that someone was me, so here we are. Travel, 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 travel. I do a lot of traveling and I did a lot of traveling when I made significantly less money, and I kind of want to go back to a time when I did a lot of traveling really poorly. (laughs) So I decided at 23 that I was going to quit my job. It was my first year out of college. I just graduated a year prior, and I was making really good money as a waitress. I was actually making like $65,000 a year, which was like kind of crazy as your first job out of college because most of my friends had the unpaid internships or their starting salary was like 30K. So they were either living at home or their parents were subsidizing their apartments, and I was able to pay all my bills, pay my student loans... And you know what I thought was thriving when really I was getting cash every night and blowing it. You know, I'd pay the bills, I'd cover that, and then I would just go and spend my heart's content. But me and my best friend decided we were going to go travel, backpack through Asia, not really having done almost any research except buying uh, Lonely Planet, like Southeast Asia on a shoestring budget guidebook that was like the Bible that we lived off of for six months. I had um, buried away, you know, about $5,000 and I had two credit cards. One had a $1,000 balance and a $5,000 credit limit. And then I had another card that had a zero balance with like a four or $5,000 credit limit. So I think that my $5,000 is going to cover me in Asia and I go off and I knew even though I had a return date that like I was not coming home. I was so unhappy. I was so depressed. And honestly, I would never, ever, ever, ever trade it for anything, even though it was so stupid and it was so irresponsible. I'm so unbelievably grateful for that experience because I learned so many things. One, so much of my identity was wrapped in being who I thought I was supposed to be, being the daughter of my mother, being the sister of my sister, being the abandoned daughter of my father. You know, I I thought that I was supposed to be the, you know, the reckless one in the friend group or the damaged one or whatever identities that I had around myself. And I realized that there was no one way to live life. There was no one path that was going to make 
every single person happy and that I could actually choose and define my own future, that there was no path laid out for me that I could be the decision maker of what I wanted in my life. Another thing that I learned, I was in Cambodia and our friend who we were traveling with had just gotten robbed and she handled it really um, poorly. She was very emotional and very upset. We were on a tuk-tuk, which is like an open transportation. It's like a cab, but someone is biking it. And it's like very common in Asia. And someone came on a motorcycle and grabbed her purse. And her purse had a camera. It had, um, you know, 90 bucks, maybe her wallet, you know, a couple of things. It It didn't have her passport. And she was just like completely devastated. And it, and, and it was like 10 days into our trip and we were feeling really afraid and really scared. You know, like Thailand was our first stop and we felt pretty secure. Thailand kind of feels like, a you know, in Eastern America, it's like there's shopping malls, you know, it's everything you kind of assume Asia is going to be like. It's, you know, we're having pad thai every day. There's stray dogs all over the place and everybody's really nice, and there's a lot of expats, there's a lot of um, foreigners in Thailand, like, having a great time. And then you get to Cambodia, and Cambodia is, like, the poorest country I have ever been to. The disparity and poverty is so palpable. Like, you know, if you were to think of a color, like, when you go into Cambodia, it is, like, deep mustard yellow. Like that's what the sky looks like. It's so polluted. It like people, you know, you see like six kids on a motorcycle with their parents, like not even joking. Like it, it was just a a level of poverty I'd never seen. You see like naked kids on the street, you see huts on the side of the road. And so we're here and, you know, we're staying in a hostel. So we're with all these Westerners and you're kind of removed from it. And then she gets robbed and we go to the police station and, you know, with uh, countries that are super impoverished, there's a lot of corruption. And so you don't know if the police are working with the person who robbed us. You don't know if our tuk-tuk driver is working with the person who robbed us. Like, and you're just kind of in this fear state and, you know, we we rallied our friend and we were like, let's make the most of it. You are getting, you know, you have insurance, you're getting all the money back, you're going to be able to buy a new camera. Like you don't, ha- you didn't lose your passport. We're not stuck in Cambodia. Let's try to make the most of it. And so our tuk-tuk driver, his name was Stone and he felt so unbelievably like sorry for our situation. He felt really, really horrible. So he took us to, um, he took us to his family's home. And he stayed with us all day. He took us to incredible sites learning about the genocide that happened in Cambodia that like I never was taught about. I didn't know that there was a genocide in Cambodia and that they lost, you know, one sixth of their population. And he, you know, he was telling us about his, how he actually like got stuck in a border town and he, you know, had to like every single penny that he made, he had to save so that he could like buy, basically buy his freedom back. And, you know, it was just mind blowing, mind blowing. You know, you hear these things, you see these things, but like to witness it, to experience, to be in that moment. So he takes us to his his home, which is literally a shack next to a bunch of other shacks. It's a one room. That's where, you know, there's a refrigerator. Um, I guess there's an outhouse, like 
I didn't see where that was, but it's one room and um, he had his mother, he had his two children, his two own biological children, and then he had two adopted daughters that he had taken because his their parents had been killed. And so he took them in and they were all living, and his wife, they were all living in this room together. And I just was sitting there and I'm like so depressed, so, so horribly depressed. And I'm like, I cannot believe how happy they are. All of these people in this room are happier than I am. And they have nothing, no, nothing monetarily. And they, had, and they had nothing and I have everything. <laughs> I was living on the Upper East Side of Manhattan. I had a stable job. I had friends. I was dating. I, I had everything. And yet I, 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 can't, I can't even describe the depths of how depressed I was. And I turned to that friend who lost her, who got her stuff stolen. And I said, it's moments like these. And I was going to say, when you realize like how fucking lucky we are. And she go, and I go, it's moments like these. She goes, that I really wish I had my camera. <laughs> and, and that was my trip. <laughs> and that was my, that was my moment where I just, I realized that I was on a very deep spiritual quest. It's, it's, I love that moment because it's so human. We still always want things. We still always will need things. We live in a Western culture. Like that's never going to change. I don't live in a hut in Cambodia. That isn't my life. That isn't the path I've chosen. And it's about being grateful for every single opportunity we can be because not every day is gratitude easy. My 10K worth of credit card debt that I amassed while I was traveling through Asia was worth every fucking penny because the person that I became in those six months there, I would never have been able to learn had I not put myself in that debt. I'm so grateful that I learned about myself, about the world, that I realized that I didn't have to define myself the way that I thought I did when I was fucking seven years old, that I could change, that I could evolve, and that, that even if that made other people around me uncomfortable, I wouldn't be abandoned, that I would be supported, that I can make friends, that I can fall in love, that I could be myself. I wouldn't replace a single moment of that. And it took me a while to get there because I had so much resentment for the debt. And I had so much belief that like this was somebody else's problem, that it wasn't my problem, that like the reason why I didn't even have the money in the first place was because of somebody else's decisions or because of some injustice that was thrust upon me or that I didn't deserve that. And when I started taking ownership of my life, I actually appreciate that I did that. You know, I felt, I feel really proud. You know, the thing that kept me up at night for years, I would stay up in Australia and like just 
chronically want to die because I was so scared about my debt because of the decisions I made, instead of just forgiving myself and giving myself permission to be that person who was lost and sad and needed to leave and explore something, you know, you not even, I don't even need to be grateful. It just is what it is. Like that was the path that I was meant to go on, the lessons that I was meant to learn. And traveling always makes me appreciate how, you know, to now to say, I, I don't have to worry. You know, I don't have to be stressed about money. It's like the absence of the thing is what makes it all so much more enjoyable. I now get to actually just go enjoy places. I don't have to be like punched in the face with epiphany after epiphany. I can just like appreciate this beautiful lake house that I'm on and not have to worry, oh my God, can we afford groceries? Oh my God, what if they want to go do something for dinner and I can't afford it, but I don't know if I can afford it because I don't know what I can afford. And I'm just like in such admiration of like that... 23-year-old girl who was like, I'm not happy and I I just know that I'm I need to leave and go explore and try something new, even though I was so unwilling for so long to forgive myself for doing it. And so that's why, you know, I I talk about this in in the course and I talk about this with my clients about accepting, acknowledging, and forgiving so that you can surrender and receive. It wasn't until I was able to take ownership of my life did anything change. Until I was able to forgive myself, forgive those who I felt harmed me, who did me wrong, you know, release the resentment, release the shame. Was anything able to change? It's one of these gifts that keeps on giving because I sit here in this lake house having traveled so much this year. I've done so much travel. I've been to California twice. I'm going to California again two more times. I went to Scottsdale, Arizona. I went to Colorado. I've been to New York City, New York State, probably like seven to nine times in the last seven months. New Jersey, Philadelphia. I, I, I've got to go to concerts. And every time, like every single time, I go, I feel this sense. I rem- I feel my 23-year-old self saying thank you. I like feel her inside of me just so appreciative of the work that I that it took to get here today because I love traveling and I love being with my friends and I love seeing new things and I love being smacked in the face with epiphanies and the way I was doing it at 23 is not sustainable forever, but it worked for then. I'm so glad I took that risk when I was so young. And then I have those memories and I have that experience and I met Stone and his beautiful family, someone who I think about often and who impacted my life in ways that he would never know. He probably would never remember me. A really crazy story, and I'll leave you with this, is I was living in Australia and I met this guy who I think was from Ireland or Scotland or Canada, one of those. (laughs) And 
we were chatting and I was I was talking about how much I, you know, how Cambodia, I'd love to do it again because it was just this really bizarre experience and I'd love to go back with like a different lens and a different perspective. And he was like, I had this amazing experience when I was in Cambodia. I met this guy Stone and he changed my life. And I was like, I met a guy Stone who changed my life. And he told me his story. And this man lives in a hut and yet two people who have never met each other, who happen to are not from Australia, who have to go to happen to be in Australia, are talking about this man who changed our lives. And you just you you can get that in your day to day, but when you travel, you just get to see life from a different lens. It's incredible that one human being who I got to meet because I was reckless and stupid and couldn't afford to go to Asia and did it anyway and got myself into debt. This person had such an impact that changed my life in ways that has ripple effects into everybody's life that I meet. And how could I not love that person who took that risk, who got into that debt? And so I guess my leaving thoughts is that it's my greatest wish that everybody gets to experience this in a way that's sustainable for them, that they actually get to be present and fully in the moment of their experience and not worry about money. If you want to learn more about what we're up to, we have a lot of really cool things going on. Heal Your Relationship with Money has been closed. We have our group. It doesn't start again until end of September, so stay tuned for that. We also have a couple spots left for one-on-one coaching, and we've just launched our debt and savings bundle. This is where I'm just so excited. We finally created an offer that allows you to have a self-guided experience, getting out of debt, building wealth. It's the same methodology I teach all of my clients. It has been proven successful to help my clients get out of half a million dollars worth of debt and save over a million dollars. It's amazing. It's really affordable. There are payment plan options. And if you're interested, head over to the link in the show notes and learn more about it. And if you have any questions, if you want us to talk about anything on the podcast, we'd love to hear from you. You can reach out to us at hello at beyondthegreencoaching.com. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your week. I'm about to go jump in the lake and I'll talk to you in the next podcast. Bye everybody. Bye everybody.